And we're back from the Majestic, having just watched... Something, 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 something. <laughs> Doing that again. Just so jables. So, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Just, Just Jables Rebel Podcast. With me, Jables. And me, Barney? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd go for Full Metal Badger. I could have done. So yeah, I guess if, if yeah, the people know my real name now, is that bad? They thing? do. It's up to you, mate. It's a bit late now. Isn't it? No, we can we can just record that bit again. I'm happy for people to know that I'm called Barney. <laughs> okay, Barney. Well, just for, to clarify from the off, can I? You may. So I'm calling you Jables? Question you, mark. You can call me Jables. You probably won't. We probably won't be sat here referring to each other by name. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's strange for me because I don't actually know. I obviously know your Jables. I know your real name that your parents gave you. Yeah. Am I allowed to say the, yeah, that? Yeah, people know. We James. haven't got it right now. It's, yeah, it's no fine. So I know you as James, but to be fair, I actually know you as your nickname, Bungle, <laughs> which which you've had since childhood, so, since school, uh, since sick form. Yeah, so that's where because there were too many Jameses, so they gave everyone nicknames. Yeah, Jables was a, a nickname that I had with a uh, with uh, our kid and Ben. So no, fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we just thought we'd stick with that. Well, they don't. My sister doesn't like calling me Bungle. To be, so well, to be fair, is. that's all I've ever called you. Exactly. So Apart from our pet name in private, you know, Huggy okay, yeah, yeah. Bear. Huggy Bear Kissy Face. Snookums. <laughs> <laughs> well, here on the Just Say Jables Film Podcast, uh, we like to uh, review a film as you've uh, listened, Barney, and give you our hot takes out of the uh, Indeed. out of the cinema. I know you're a fan and you've listened to every episode. Every single one. I know, man. Re- religiously. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Apart from last week's. Apart from last week's. Well, it only came out on Wednesday, so, you know. This is true. But, uh, yeah, we'll give you our hot takes straight out of the cinema without making ourselves look clever, which, in this <laughs> environment... <laughs> shouldn't be too hard. Shouldn't be difficult <laughs> between the parents. So, uh, um, yeah, this week uh, we're going to be watching... Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I like it. So, uh, before we get onto that, we won't really be going on about The Shining last week, which we watched. We normally uh, see how we follow up with other reviews, but, you sure. know, it's a film from 1980. And, and I probably I think... saw it in 1990-something <laughs> last time I saw it. Are but... you a fan of The Shining? Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah. Well, I mean, leading on to the, probably the reason why I am here tonight. Yeah. Watching a, a sort of a horror film. Yeah. My middle name is Jump Scare. <laughs> it really is. Jump, jump Scare Jones. I remember oh, being... Oh, there you go. It's my full name. I remember being around your house when you were trying to play Fear, I think it was. Yeah. On the, on the computer and, uh, yeah. As I've got older, I had this involuntary reaction to loud noises <laughs> yeah. so, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not good with jump scares. To be honest, yeah, no, on horror is not really my thing. No. I can watch, a, I guess, like a... A saw, which is more just violence and yeah, the more supernatural stuff is, I, isn't really for me. I think this is going to be erring on the side of that. But before we get onto the film, then and we'll do a bit of a deep dive into it. What what have you been watching recently? What are you on about this week? So I have well a little bit of time ago finished Ahsoka. Okay, yeah, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, which is it was all right. It's no um, no Andor. No, I'm honest. What did you think of the uh, like? overall story and the how, how are you up to date with Rebels so like you I've seen a couple of episodes I have played uh, Jedi Survivor okay. which actually links a, a, quite a bit of stuff to do with the witches and stuff you go to I can't remember the name of the planet stars. right yeah fans will be shouting at me yeah. but there's a bit in that where you do go to the, the planet that they go to oh really and yeah so, so that aspect of it 
I'm kind of a little bit up to date with, but I didn't know anything really about the uh, the Ahsoka storyline okay. um, beforehand. But the, I felt the series got better towards the end. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. last few episodes were, were pretty good. It was actually more interesting when they got away from the normal Star Wars universe on yeah. the other planet. Yeah, it was just because they gave them a chance to add some new dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did enjoy it though, but it, it wasn't, like I said, I think out of all of them recently, Andor's mm. definitely been the best yeah. for me. Good, good. I keep telling them to watch it, but they don't watch they haven't, it Because they haven't seen it, have they? they? No, no, well, no. They've been, they're about halfway through. Maybe they'll finish it while they're away on holiday. I mean, uh, none of them have been bad. No. But... No. I enjoyed Obi-Wan. Boba, There's things that could have been better. Yeah. Boba Fett was... Okay. Yeah. He, it's bad he turned into a good guy for some reason. Yeah. But it's also, I have a problem with, sort of historically, you think what the character is, and it's almost changed him slightly. Oh, completely, yeah. And... I mean, yeah, it was still interesting, but it's, yeah. I think yeah. Andor definitely is... And to be fair, Rogue One is one of my favourite yeah. Star Wars films from all of the recent ones. Yeah. No, I do like Rogue One. It, it Just in terms of look, especially, it looks amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. What else? Anything else that you've... Uh... Yeah, yeah, so uh, I'm in the middle of Loki at the moment. Okay, what are you thinking of that? I'm actually not hating it. No. It's a bit strange, but it's not in a bad way, necessarily. I, I don't know where it's going. Just seen the last episode last night, so the last in up to date episode. So okay, um, yeah. No spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't know. seen the new one yet. No, so no. but it's all right. I mean, again, I find it hard because Loki from the films, his character is Loki. He is mischievous. He's the god of mischief. Yeah, and I guess you had the sort of character arc in the first series where he starts off like that a little bit, and yeah. then by the end, he's sort of I'm trying to save the universe, sort of like a redemption arc or something. Yeah, but. He's kind of... You don't see much Loki in this series. No. I want to see more sort of green hands and daggers and uh, him being Loki and being mischievous. There's bits of it, but it's... Yeah. But the sort of premise of everything is he's trying to obviously save the... I was definitely watching it thinking, well, why don't you use your magic a lot? Yeah, yeah, sure. But then I get that with everything. I get that in in, in Star Wars or what? what? Yeah. They can force run now. Why don't they force run? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's because they get tired and they can only use it for little bits and pieces. Yeah, it's limited force. There's only so many metachlorians (laughs) going around now. Have you seen, um, I forget his name, the guy that does the deep fakes, the Obi-Wan deep fakes? Oh, yeah. I sent you a couple. Yeah, they are good. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but yeah, no, very funny. They are very good. Uh, yeah, no, Loki's. Uh, yeah, I'll probably get onto it like as the season wraps up. But there's a lot of talking in it. There's yeah. a lot of throwing stuff at you. Sure. And I don't think it all lands. They're trying to introduce like massive concepts and yeah, uh, but almost like waffle you so you don't think about it too much as well yeah. at the same time. No, I, I so, agree with that. That's quite a few things nowadays. Yeah. The other two things that I have been watching is uh, Lupin. Oh. Or, or if you're from Kings Lynn, Lupin. 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 <laughs> Lupin. <laughs> well, can, I, can I swear? Is that allowed? Yeah, you can swear. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> so who's doing the editing? Uh, me. So if I say fuck, you have to bleep it out. <laughs> well, maybe I'm not doing the editing. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't believe you. I don't want to offend your sister, offend yeah. our kid. but Well, they, you won't have offended them already, because if you like Lupin... Okay, I'm, you, I'm, they, I'm they on might, board. They might start liking you again, Barney. <laughs> Speaking of that, quickly. <laughs> yeah. So your mum listens to this, doesn't she? So just to clarify, does she still think it was me that drew a spectacle and a moustache no, on, she... on every single page of her Tom Jones calendar? <laughs> no, it was it was so... Cliff Richards and she knows <laughs> it was Barney. That's fine. Okay, fine. Yeah. So as long as... <laughs> no. That's not why she hates me. No. 
brilliant. <laughs> uh, so that's that. We've got that clarified. The other one I watched um, was Sisu, the film. So what, Steve Finnish, Sisu? Steve Sisu. No, it's, it's a, a Finnish oh, no. film. End of the Second World War. The Nazis are retreating up through Finland. Okay. And there's a chap who is basically a prospector, a gold miner. Gold miner? Gold miner. <laughs> gold miner. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but no. well, you see it in the trailer. Basically, the Nazis, Nazi the Nazis are whilst they're retreating through, um, through Finland, because they're basically going north because the, the Allies are to the yeah. south. They come across him and end up finding out he's got gold on him. And it basically, it turns yeah. into kind of, he's a bit of the character from Nobody. Okay. He's, he's, he's nobody's grandfather with John Wick's grandfather oh, right. and John McClane's grandfather yeah. all mixed into one. With a splash of Rambo in there hiding in the... Uh, yeah, kind of. But it's, but it's yeah, to, to, to a degree. And it, it is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's amazing. Okay. And it's ridiculous. Series or film? No, no, film. Okay. It's kind of a lower budget film and there's bits in it. You and I are quite similar, I think, in that mm. we like a film. I mean, if it's a sci-fi... I don't want to speak for you if I'm wrong, but if it's a sci-fi, you know, you don't say, oh, that's ridiculous. You can yeah, yeah. Like but generally, I like a film to make sense and be grounded in the real world. Yeah. I can handle Roger Moore corkscrewing a Mustang, is it, over a river yeah. in Bond? Because it's silly, but it's yeah. it's not impossible. No. When you get to sort of the Fast and Furious films, I've uh, not seen all of them. Jumping from a skyscraper to a skyscraper, uh, it loses I me. I thought you were going to say an invisible car and, and kite surfing down the tidal. Oh, God. Okay, well, that's, yeah, yeah. It's the best CGI ever. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, I like a film generally to be, you know, yeah. make, make some sense. Yeah. And no, not I be too think. ridiculous. And, and this, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, and it does turn pretty ridiculous. Although they do something, and then you go, what? How does that happen? And then they show you something after. Oh, okay, I can see why mm. that happened. In a few situations, and there's other ones that are just a bit like, really? But it's kind of brain out. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It's basically just... Nazis having a really bad time yes. steal, for stealing this old man's gold. That's weird because you normally really like the Nazis, but massive fan normally. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Jay Balls. <laughs> uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not. It is a bit silly. Yeah, I'll have to keep it. But um, it's kind of a yeah. I came away from it thoroughly satisfied. Nice. nice. Well, we, watch, we should watch the trailer. Give you. A, yeah, I'll have a look. A rough idea. So yeah. Well, I haven't watched too much new apart from we've been going through the Lord of the Rings series. Again. Okay. We've just done Return of the King at the weekend, which I do like and like taking the whole series as a whole, just like thinking about them again. They are excellent films. Mm-hmm. They are really good. And, you know, that was 2003. It's 20 years ago now that, yeah, yeah, that, no, that, that last film came out. Yep. And yeah, there's a couple of ropey bits, but overall, they're still just excellent films. No, they are. They um, look amazing, I remember apart from some dodgy effects. There's a few bits of CGI I've seen now, and I've watched them again, yeah. and thought, oh, that's not quite as good as I remember it. But yeah, as a, the as a whole. The look, the screen, the models, the characters, yeah. like all just the environments are like amazing. So yeah, done very well. That was really good to watch again. Mm-hmm. But um, I've also ended up watching, just on Netflix, it was a Channel 5 series that was in 2001, about Maxine Carr. Right. So you know Ian Huntley and Maxine yeah, yeah. Carr. Yeah, and yeah. it's basically a whole... Really cheery sort of documentary. Yeah, it really did make me feel good about life. <laughs> it was like a three-part thing that's now on Netflix from Channel 5. And um, yeah, it basically focuses on her and, and like what she was doing while everything was going on. Because obviously she 
gave him an alibi. Yeah. And like, it's a lot it's of... It's really creepy seeing like the, the interviews with them when they're there sort of yeah. saying, oh yeah, no, we really blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. It's just, yeah. So, and yeah, it kind of, I do have this like, I nearly said, I do have this serial killer itch. But <laughs> <laughs> just shouldn't laugh about it, but just in terms well, of like... To be I, fair, you just told everybody that I love Nazis. <laughs> this so, is you true, know, and I'm you, a serial killer. You could killer. be a serial killer. So, so but no, I, you know, I do find them quite fascinating. Just... I get a bit nerdy about the psychology of stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so I do have an itch that I need to scratch from time to time when watching these kind of documentaries. And what norm- when I watch these things, I'm normally watching, like, the dramatisations and I'm watching them thinking, oh, I just want to watch a documentary about actually what happened. Yeah. The actual real-life stuff. Because mm. I hate it when they over-fictionalise it and overdo stuff. But I think with this, because... The story is so well known, mm-hmm. and what happened is so well known. I knew that stuff anyway, so yeah. I was watching this from the perspective of, okay, let's see, let's see the drama, let's see how they're going to portray things. Yeah. So no, it was quite interesting, like that. It's weird. Normally, I don't like watching things like that, but I find myself going down a, a YouTube rabbit hole sometimes of watching. Um, I used to scuba dive when I was when I was younger, and like. Uh, things on cave diving and people dying horrendously in cave diving and I'm like why am I watching this but it's sort of compelling have you listened to any of the Mr Ballin podcasts yes I have yeah I love Mr Ballin podcasts I said it to him although he does ham things up a little bit in like I like oh yeah but yeah but exactly but it's like it's like the tagline it's like the the clickbait headline and then when yeah. sometimes when you actually listen to the story, it's like, yeah, but did they, you know... Did they, did they actually... Did they actually yeah, he, like that? he actually says, like, how people are thinking and how people... Sure, and you're which, making massive assumptions. Yeah. But still, I, I, yeah, I do, do like it. I've seen some of them. What I've always said, I always like the YouTube videos because he annotates everything. Mm-hmm. If you watch them, he'll literally, like... He'll put pictures of real things and, and pictures when they're not. And if he says something... I don't, I don't know what it is, it's just little things. If he says, oh, this is, like, 250... Uh, feet away and it'll always like annotate what it is in meters mm-hmm. or, I don't know it's, there's, a, there's a precision to it there right? is a lot of precision sure. even though there's a lot you know bits there's there's a lot of flavour in there but there's a lot of precision in it which mm. I quite like uh, well talking about precision if people <laughs> want to get I'm interested to know where you're going with if this if people want to get us in touch with us you're gonna, do you know how they do that Marley? I imagine on the socials Jables James <laughs> yeah, yes and Marley. it's probably the Just So Jables podcast at justsojables.com at justsojables on Instagram uh, Facebook X uh, hello at justsojables if you want to send us in an email I haven't had a chance to look at it this week so Fair enough. but on to this week then Barney yes yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's so really looking forward to it I know you are as a big horror fan <laughs> and buff <laughs> uh, well I'll just get into a bit of filming for that. so it's uh, directed by uh, Emma Tammy who is quite a new... Uh, she's directed some things in the past, some smaller productions, Fair Chase and other bits like... Uh, a couple of like small horror films and episodes of Into the Dark. But this seems to be like her first big... What I'd say big feature production. Mm-hmm. The, the lead guy... Um, is it Josh somebody? I can't remember. Uh, Josh Hutchins. I said, what's he been in? I recognise him. Was he um, Peter in uh, Hunger Games? I need to check yes, that. Yes, that is... Was, a, yeah, you're right. That's exactly where I've seen yeah. him from. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You're quite right. I don't know what else he's been in. He has been in a few things. Obviously, if, if you know, I was a, a film podcast regular, I'd be able to reel off uh, his entire, well, he his was entire in, filmography. But. Yeah. So he was in uh, Zootheria. He's in that. Have, okay. you seen, have you seen the trailer for The Beekeeper coming up? I have, actually. Uh, Stay. Ben's very excited about that. I thought Ben would be. Yeah. It seems like he's been in quite a lot of, of things, but nothing really big since 
the Hunger Games, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say not. I have actually seen the theory. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think he was when he was a kid. When he was a kid, kid, yeah, yeah. Kind so, of a Jumanji like, yeah, um, Jumanji universe, yeah, it? spacey sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Josh Hutcherson, his name is actually okay. uh, Piper Rubio, who plays here Abby, seemingly his daughter. Um, and Elizabeth Lyle, who you see in the trailer, who's the uh, the police officer who pops up. The police lady. I, yeah, I did watch the trailer. Yeah. myself a feel. So, Five Nights at Freddy's, I mean, just looking at the trailer, you know, he's a security guard working at Freddy's Fazbar's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a night security guard yep. who um, realises that his night shift isn't going to be quite as easy as he was expecting. And... Um, yes, so and he decides to bring his wa- his daughter along to work. <laughs> to go well, yeah. take your daughter to work today. So we both know we've heard of it before. Five Nights at Freddy's yep. because it was quite a big PC game. I don't know if it was on on consoles. It might. It definitely came to consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, but it's quite a big uh, computer uh, game franchise. Uh, with I think you how many how many were there? Did you say that? So there's nine games in total. Yeah, and there's about six spin-offs, spin-offs. on various platforms. Yeah, but um, first one came out in about 2014, I think it was. Yeah, and then they've literally done a game a year since then, and the latest release was earlier this year. So and they've got quite a cult following, haven't they? They've got quite a lore to them. Yeah, as well. definitely. I think for sort of the younger generations growing up with them and with social media and YouTube and yeah. jump scares and things like that. They're quite popular. I've actually played the first one. Right. Not by my choice. I didn't I was going to say, this is weird. <laughs> I have two teenage daughters and uh, wow. they wanted to play it. So we got it on PC and uh, and yeah, and played it. And Did, so, you know, setting the scene of the game, it kind of focuses around, especially the first one. I think it breaks out a bit later on, doesn't it? Yeah. There's, there's one later on, I think, in, in a child's bedroom rather than in the, in the yeah. sort of the security guard's office. You're basically sat at your yeah. workstation. You've got monitors that are cameras yeah you have a, a power supply which which basically depletes when you do an action so okay if you use the cameras or change camera i think it goes down and then you have a, a door either side of you with lights and you basically have to go through the cameras and when you've played it for a bit you work out what route they're going to take okay. um, and then you need to shut the door when they come basically to the to your door yeah. and the light comes on but obviously if you keep doing it if you're timing slightly out, then you run out of power. You can't close the door, close the door right. and you get squished. And it is based on, it's, you know, it is as the name suggests. It is five nights at. It, yeah, you basically got, you've got to survive the night from I think it's yeah twelve till six a.m. Yeah, or something like and that. And it happens over five nights. And, yeah, you know, there's various. And in in the later games, they have various mini games like sort of Atari style mini games and stuff as well. How much story is there in that first one? There isn't. So there's people that you get calls from people and stuff, and they give you a bit of lore. Um, but it's not content massively content heavy. No. Um, from what I can remember, I haven't you know played it massively extensively. Um, there is a VR version. Is there later on? Wow. Which I think would actually be pretty horrendous. I think yeah. yeah. I mean, so uh, so yeah. Like, like I said, I've only seen a couple of playthroughs. It is the jump scare. It's the fact that you know they're coming, and then you can look at the door, and there's nothing there. Mm. You can hear the breathing as well in one of them. Uh, okay. So you know they're coming, and you hear the footsteps, and you've got to basically. Uh, I just have remembering my daughter screaming at me close the door close the left door whatever and you close the door and obviously then they can't get it and then they go away yeah. and you can find them on the cameras again right because if I'm... you don't then they're there looking at you and it is you know quite yeah. ah! so they're, they're animatronic monsters aren't they yeah. monsters 
you know, and you know, you've seen seen the trailers. It looks like they they've got the souls of kids inside them. We don't know why or well, who or what. So the weird thing is, I believe, and I might be wrong on this, but in the original games, the idea was that the animatronics, uh, if they saw a human. I think they thought they were another animatronic that wasn't in their sort of fluffy outer teddy bear suit. Right. So they were basically would grab them and try and stuff them into a suit, and that's how they basically mm. killed you. Later on, I think in the series, they kind of retconned it a bit, and then there's this thing that um, they are haunted by the ghosts of the children right. that have been killed in the Freddy Fazbear's pizza. Uh, okay. I believe. Don't okay. quote me 100%, but I yeah. think that's kind of where they went with it as the sort of the... As it, as yeah, the as the game began. progressed, yeah, and there's yeah. more lore out there, and, and obviously more and more people became interested in it. Yeah, because the, the animatronics they they start to have their own personalities as the series goes on as well. They've got, yeah, they start getting their own names and yeah, and different. different. And the idea is is that at night time they have to kind of walk around the um around the restaurant to stop their servos from seizing up. Right. So they're you know they're allowed to walk around. They're supposed to be doing that. You know this is yeah. what they do. They just it's their maintenance protocol. Yeah, nice. Nice. That's the idea Very behind why, why they're moving around. So, how are you feeling about it? What do you What, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'll be fine. It's, it's, be it's, fine. it's just a jump. I mean, looking at the trailer, you can tell it's not a you know it's not a Babadook, is it? No, it's only it's only a fifteen. It's it's so it's you know I'm a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> I can handle it. It's just the jump scares. It's, I'm going to be you know you know what's going you're going to be pissing yourself. <laughs> I know I will. I'm tempted to film it, but well, yeah, I'll we'll probably get chucked out of the but uh, yeah, no, I'm looking. I'm, I'm quite. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Having watched the trailers, like the first trailer, I quite like, and the second one, it started throwing more story at it. And the more that I was seeing, the less I was being interested by it, to be honest. But it needs to have something because you couldn't do a film like the original game, or or throw people into the middle of like this massive law that's built up over nine yeah. nine games. So. It's funny, the basic premise of making a film is is a game where someone sits at a monitor with closing doors and, and cameras with a power supply. That's, yeah. that's obviously where, you know, how, how do you get to a film from that? Yes, there is more lore that's come from it, and I yeah. think you could make a, a film of it, but it's yeah. sort of funny to think of the, the original game, where it came from. And I think it's because it's of the sort of cult following and, and the sort of... Yeah. The, the society we live in today. In your mind, what what are the the high notes and low low notes of like of games movies? Yeah, sure. I mean, you've got Wing Commander. Oh, directed yeah. by Chris Roberts the, of, of, of Star Citizen. Oh, Valley. It's dreadful. It's dreadful. I was just taking yeah. the piss. A little in joke there. Sorry, yeah. talking about also another awful one that I would say, which I came around to your house to watch was Assassin's Creed. Oh, dreadful. That was, and to be honest, of all the all of the ones that I can think of, could have been amazing. It was the most exciting one. I was the most premise you could have been. To. Yeah. yeah, and it was the dullest piece of dishwater that yeah, I've yeah. ever watched. Have you seen Werewolves Within? Yes. Is that good? Because I've seen yeah. the game on Steam. There's a VR game, basically, yeah. like a social deduction game, yeah. which I believe it's come from. I've not seen the film. Yeah. But I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before, Barney. Have you really? Yeah, I must have podcast. been washing my hair when that one was on. <laughs> But no, it's a really good fun film. Yeah, I really like that. I, so. I genuinely do listen to the I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so the film's not bad, though? No, the film's not bad. I mean, the thing is, that's a social deduction game, so it's you know, it's a bit like if you made a film, as they did, made a film about Cluedo. Yeah, so sure. It's like, you can't make a film of a board no, no, game. Sure. You have to, yeah. And it's the same with that. You, It's that premise, but it's the loosest terms of the premise, yeah. and everything else comes 
comes out. Which is the kind of the weird aspect of all of this is that you haven't got this massive sort of story grounded no. in something. You're taking the idea of something and yeah. then trying to make a film around it, which it, m- must be a lot harder to really execute. You're not. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed, you've got there's a lot of yeah. material, and uh, you could I mean it's almost too much for you to go through the timelines and go where you want to go. And yeah, I think in some ways that make, might make it easier to make a better film of it though, because you're not. So constrained, constrained by yeah. yeah, and everyone's going to go. Oh, why didn't they do this? And yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, fair enough. So, so yeah. What I mean, one of my favourite computer game games, computer game game, computer game films. Yeah. Sorry, is actually Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Oh, okay, it's it's not great. Yeah, Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, but no, it's it's all right. Yeah, big hair, big hair. But it's no, it isn't bad. I know. That I remember. It's not dreadful. Time. I remember watching and thinking, yeah, it's all right. I think there's a lot. There's quite a lot of those as well that are kind of they. They're fine. For some reason, people who are fans of stuff or like, you know, computer game people, they're looking for this kind of holy grail, haven't they, for years of, will this be the one that yeah. makes... It's like, And it doesn't need to be. You don't have to have a great film from, no. a, from a computer game. And I almost think to make a film great, you have to have the right writers, you need to have the budget. But yeah. I almost think there's a... People, the, the the guys who are making those decisions maybe don't want to back a film, a computer game movie. Probably not, no. I don't know that, but yeah. it's my assumption that they, they're like, well, yeah. you know, because we're really waiting for, I guess, to, something to actually be really decent. Yeah, I mean, the the latest Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander yeah. was all right. No, absolutely. That was probably, and, and, in fact, that's probably, that is probably the best one. I've not seen Detective Pikachu. I've seen little bits of it, but yeah. not actually. But, but it's not right. But it's not again in the same way. It's not like the exact Pokemon story, and that was yeah. a cartoon. And it's got a lot of stories, so you could kind of do whatever you wanted with it. I think, like like I say, that a lot of the ones that are based on, like as you say, Tomb Raider, yeah, Prince of Persia. You had the World of Warcraft. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, they're all fine. But they don't, they don't, they, they, they're not amazing. They look great. And with the Warcraft one, I remember watching that and thinking it was okay. Yeah. I think the fact that it is a Warcraft film and everyone's not happy because it doesn't do this and doesn't do that. If it was nothing to do with the Warcraft universe, World of Warcraft, I don't think it would have been maybe panned as much. It's not amazing, but it's not a dreadful film. But I think trying to live up to the hype of being this, Mm. you know, game that millions of people play. And And I wonder if that's where this might, because there's a... it's films that have that kind of cult following may have the hardest time in the cinema. But but this is more of a basic following, mm. I think. There's not going to be the in the die-hard World of Warcraft fans compared to this game. That's true. I think they might be, dare I say, a little bit more basic in their expectations. Okay. And what you know, so they might just be like, okay, that's... that's it's, well, a, it's a jump scare game. You heard that here first game was, Barney thinks you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Do you see what I'm saying though? It's not like a... Warcraft, you know, World of Warcraft is, is quite a in-depth kind of game yeah. where people put hours and hours into it and they're passionate about it and they have their, their classes and yeah. they want to... And then there's obviously a world and there's, there's cities and places and they, they want yeah. them no, to be fair. depicted in the same way. Yeah. I'm well, not saying that the people are basic, I'm saying that the game is basic. <laughs> Backtracking. Backtracking. <laughs> well, I'm kind, of look, I'm kind of looking... I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with it. I think, yeah, yeah I'm going to judge it, judge it in its own merits. I don't have particularly high hopes, and that probably isn't, the, the, it isn't a bad way to go into it, really. Um, no, I mean, the trailer doesn't look dreadful. No. Did you, have you seen... I've mentioned it before, Willy's Wonderland. I haven't, no. I've, I've heard you yeah. mentioning it, but... Um, which is basically looks like a very similar film to this with Nicolas Cage in. Yeah. 
So I think just someone must have had Five Nights at Freddy's in the back of their mind when they were developing they were that film. It, sure. And yeah, and just the fact it's got Nicolas Cage, who I don't, I think he doesn't have, he might have one line in the whole thing. Okay. But he doesn't say anything <laughs> through the whole thing. It's, and it's silly. It's not amazing, but I just quite liked it. Yeah. Um, so if it's anywhere near to something like that, I'll be like, yeah, fine, be, good, yeah, entertaining. Mm. I'm looking forward to you getting scared. Watching the yeah, thanks, mate. Watching the trailer, <laughs> I have a sort of suspicion about what might happen. Okay. A couple of things in the trailer towards the end. Okay. Well, yeah, but we'll see if they can. We'll come I'll get through. you to write them down beforehand, and then sure, we'll, we'll test you after. Okay. Well, we're going to hit McDonald's now, and then get to the yes, <laughs> yes. See you all after McNuggets. McNuggets. <laughs> And we're back from the Majestic, having just watched Friday Night at Freddy's. <laughs> Friday Night at Freddy's, as Bernie's calling it. So, um, normally, this is where our kid or Ben will do a, uh, a uh, synopsis of the film, but I guess I'll have to do that one, I, Jones. I think you will. All right. Better not call you Jones, Barney. Well, to be fair, they already know my first name and my And your surname. Any, What's your address? Any, any, any. What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Mike is a uh, down-and-out guy, uh, no job. He's got a sister to look oh, after. I wanted to say really short, but... <laughs> but, yeah. It's a different Mike. <laughs> Little man Mike. <laughs> um, he's got a sister to look after, Abby, um, and clearly some past trauma going on in his life. Yes. He has an aunt, Jane, who um, is trying to take Abby off his hands to... Collect the money for. I a, think it's something to get to welfare money. The financial gain. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Mike's forced into taking a night security job at Freddy Fuzzbear's Pizza. pizza? Yeah. Freddy Fuzzbear's Pizza, which, as it turns out, has a um, its own dark past, uh, which he finds out from Vanessa, who is a local cop on the beat who likes to check in on the guards at at Freddy's. Yeah. Uh, when his sister becomes involved in uh, having to visit Freddy's with him. More things happen and we start to get into spoiler territory. I'm going to say no spoilers. So, uh, yeah, there is some hijinks and things that occur. And uh, unravelling a bit of a mystery, let's say. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. How's, uh, <laughs> how's that from the synopsis, Jones? It's very good. I'm not sure how you talk about it without spoiling it, to be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's interesting. So... I guess starting off, yeah, we won't we won't spoil anything. There was there was kind of more to it than I was expecting, actually. I would agree. The trailer makes it very much out like, you know, they turn up at Freddy's and it's just going to be a bit of a a chasey kind of horror-y type yeah. film. But actually, it turns out there's a lot more depth to it. It's weird because you have the game in the forefront of your mind. Yeah. And you think, okay, well, we know kind of what aspect is going to be in it. Yeah. But they've actually put a decent amount of backstory in and it's actually quite good at some of it. Yeah. I, we were talking just before this. Uh, I actually really like the setup mm. and the story behind everything. Going into things that have happened in the past, yeah. the traumatic things that have happened before, without saying so. Too much. Mike's, Mike, basically, Mike's backstory that you get yeah. a lot of. I don't think it. I don't think we should say too much about it because of spoilers. But it involves things with his family, and um, you know something he's trying to unravel himself. And I and thought he, it was done really well. It was because he kind of realizes he can sort of use Freddy's in 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 a way to help him do that. Yeah, 
it it was quite interesting in there. There was there was definitely more depth than I was expecting. It was quite slow paced, but not necessarily in a bad way. No, I don't think so. Badly, it kind of it had a nice balance between what it was trying to do, but with that, did at times then feel slightly disjointed. Yeah, which made it so. So I guess what, what I mean by that is you you jump. You you move from Freddy's to really you move from like Freddy's to Mike's house and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like between Freddy's and, and Mike's home environment and yeah it did have it did make it kind of disjointed a little bit muddled in places when the stories started to overlap yeah I thought especially when Vanessa's the the Vanessa the cop is is involved in the story her her motivations even though that they are strange like obviously that they're supposed to be and you learn more about her as the story goes mm-hmm. but i think they were quite muddled and i don't i don't think it was handled that well at the start yeah sure as it gets into it it it, it gets better i would definitely say though apart from you know you had a you had a counter of how many times you're expecting to jump and didn't i didn't well i was i counted the there was uh, i think we got to six six Official jump scares. Official jump scares. None of them which worked from, even for no. me. No. And I would also... So I'd say on that, there wasn't a lot of horror. There wasn't... A, so... And it, it was not a scary film. In fact, surprisingly so, I thought it was actually quite warm-hearted in places. It was funny in places. It was definitely funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah it had that kind of werewolf within uh, vibe sort of thing, actually. Yeah. That, uh, that kind of dark... Not I wouldn't necessarily cynical, but slightly in places that kind of like tone of, of comedy horror to it. Yeah. Not slapsticky, which you think of a film with giant animatropic uh, animatropic <laughs> animatronic <laughs> robots. Yeah. You'd think it would be really like klutzy and kind of like what would be the word physical comedy, you know? Yeah. Slapsticky, but it wasn't at all. And most of it was funny because it was trying to be funny. Yeah. And subtly funny. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't. That many things that were funny that probably <laughs> it it's, it wasn't quippy, but there were people saying things that were just like quips, but they were just kind of quite deadpan and quite yeah, funny. The little girl, yeah, Abby was was excellent. She was really good. And she, she, the actress, she was great, and, and, yeah, and, and she was funny. She was funny, but you know, she had like a naivety to her, didn't she? But mm-hmm. but also she had a naivety, but an honesty, and like she said what she saw, but she also knew what was going on as well, which was quite good. Yeah, yeah. See, I think that's one. Th- thing where I would say I f- it could have done with being a bit better I always felt safe we speak about this when you haven't seen the Conjuring films no you? there's no chance and, and our well, kid well you know I might do it for a push but yeah our kid often says about like, with the Conjuring films there's you've got uh, the Warrens the main people mm-hmm. people in it and you always kind of feel safe when they're on the screen okay yeah and when they're not you're like Ooh, something bad is going to happen gonna yeah happen. yeah sure because of the quite small cast in this, I never felt any real peril. No, I would agree, and it's, especially uh, weirdly so with like the tone of how the the how Freddy's how the animatronics are. Yeah, I suppose you never really know in certain situations whether they are good or they are bad. Yeah, that's right. I think that's a fair. Which I suppose is something. There is a question associated mm. with that. Absolutely, it's, it, and I don't think it's. You I know, never felt like, oh, no, there's nothing terrible going to happen no. when they're around. So, so it's okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I agree about the. It was never there was never this real peril. Peril, yeah. No, not like a proper horror film. And the only times that you did feel that it was completely unrelated to the main characters. Yeah, they almost have a. Well, see, that's the weird thing, and where the, sort of the disjointedness comes from. The very opening scene after credits. Yeah, you get this sort of thing that plays out. 
It's a, a security guard who's working at Freddy's yeah. already. I don't think it's a spoiler. Really, no, so. and, and I didn't think that was actually that good an opening no. scene. But that, and then you go from that sort of how they depict the the scene and the animatronics, and then you get into sort of the backstory. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's almost like I think we were, I was saying to you earlier on. If you put um, the backstory element of Mike's and when he's 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 asleep and he's dreaming, mm-hmm. um, if you put that into the context of a proper horror film, yeah, it could be really a really good horror film. Yeah, sort of a psychological, it's... and then the actual supernatural element in the horror film was genuinely scary. Yeah, and perhaps it was. Was gory and violent and scary or whatever. Yeah, uh, those two together would have gone really well. Yeah, those aspects. Of I'm it. not saying it didn't at all in the film, no, but, I know what you mean. but the fact that it would cut from this sort of psychological yeah. sort of thing, and then you cut to the thing with animatronics in it. Well, it was almost like two separate stories going yeah. along. In, in they were two separate stories that were connected, but yeah, it did feel slightly almost too separate in 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 some ways. Yeah, and. Yeah, and, and actually, because they were, I mean, and that part of it, that Mike's story, the Mike and Abby side of it, it's actually kind of was stronger than the Freddy's I part. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but it was always like, yeah, so it was a bit strange like that. I think, you know, you said about like that opening scene, there was definitely a lot of, it's based on a computer game. They had to put elements yeah, in there. set it up. That are for the computer yeah. game. And I think, you know, we, we can talk about that. It's, I think they actually do a fair job of that. You've played the, the main game. I've, yeah. I've watched quite a, you know a, a few run throughs and bits and pieces. There were lots of nods throughout it to the game. Cuts to the camera screens with the shadow in the doorway yeah. and the lighting, the audio effects, the yeah. sort of doom, 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 the yeah, yeah. Some noises and stuff. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of audio cues which are taken straight from yeah. the games, which is a nice touch. And I guess the fans of the games will, oh. who know more about it than I do, will yeah. have picked up on some of the stuff that even I didn't. Almost but. down to the like where the screens were placed and what. Well, yeah. I, I know you kind of like, you know, we were both sort of like, like the, you know, there's literally the camera views from the security cameras that yeah. you see in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Looking down on the stage yeah. with the curtain. Yeah, which is, yeah. It's, it's nice. And, I think, and, and the way that they do look up at the camera at times, yeah. they do that in the, in the game as yeah. well. Yeah. I think overall, I'd say I liked it a lot more than I was expecting. I genuinely liked it more than yeah. I thought I was going to yeah. as well. It wasn't amazing. No. And I had some problems with aspects of it. Mm. But it was interesting. It, was, it kind of was. It was. It was, I, I was just, there's just a, a funny disconnect between the, some of the scenes with the an, animatronics and the other storyline that was going on. Yeah. I feel like I could watch it again easily. Yeah. No, and I, I think because I, and I'd probably pick up on more of the visual cues and bits that are going on more of the background maybe and actually some of the bits of the story like I think mean, you said there's a couple of story beats that I think I missed just because maybe looking at something or mm-hmm. concentrating on the wrong part you know there's twists and turns I think we're just not giving spoilers really because it's it'd be nice to watch it without knowing the stuff yeah no definitely I think if you knew everything about it it would kind of spoil because already people know the premise of yeah. it you can't yeah. well, unless you're going in completely cold most people have a rough idea of what Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's is. I think if you went in completely cold, you'd be quite disappointed. I think if you didn't know anything about it, or even if you didn't have some, even if you didn't have a friend to say, "Oh, you should watch this because it's this," if you had no knowledge at all, you'd probably be thinking, "Yeah, it's fine. I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's fine." I liked all the characters actually. You know, there's there's some that are like, you know, there's over top top characters like the Aunt Jane character. <laughs> it's just a bit, you know, she's like. 
She's like an evil stepmother type. Yeah, she's playing it to the... It's hammed up. Obviously, big shout out to Doug. Doug, Doug is great. Doug the lawyer was just... <laughs> he, I don't know, he probably has the least lines in the whole film. He but, did, but he was, his, just his facial expressions yeah, were yeah. outstanding. Yeah. So I think he was quite aware visually and like character-wise. Like, I think it knew what it was doing. I think you were saying about a couple of lines that, you know, that Mike says at the end. And... Yeah, the, so the, the one after everything has happened. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can say he, yeah. he, he uses the phrase when talking to somebody. I, ha- I had a hard time processing everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's and the biggest understatement of you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, you would definitely have that. But I don't know why. I think for some reason, and it's kind of crap dialogue. And in anything else, I just think it would be a bit rubbish. But it just kind of worked in this. I guess, it, and it's, it's sort of it's kind of ironic as well. But yeah, yeah, I think it knew what it was doing. The yeah, film, yeah, didn't yeah. it? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't taking itself too seriously. But it wasn't completely hamming it up and just fan servicing. It was just like. Here it is. This is what we'll do. Yeah. I'm quite glad it wasn't a... I could see how someone could make this film as an absolute gore fest. Yeah. You could really do that. And that's... It's not necessarily a gore fest, because I said about Willy's Wonderland. But there's a lot more of that kind of, like, grim action and and bits and pieces in that. Yeah. Whereas in this... You know, there's a bit... There's a couple of things that you see in Shadow, don't you? Yeah, because it's behind a... A frosted door, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or which is you know, it's it's quite you know. I think whether they're, they're trying, the film, they want it to be because I guess of the age groups involved. Yeah. They want it to be a fifteen rather than eighteen. I yeah, would, I, would I think so. so. so um, but again, it, it is weird. Some of the sort of things being dealt with in Mike's backstory are, and and with the the police officer as yeah. well. They are there's some quite dark yeah. things there. Yeah, and I mean, again, there's a funny disjointedness between that. I know it's all linked, but then the sort of the, the animatronics, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, there's just something that I can't quite put my finger on about it. Yeah. It's not, not bad, but it's just... It is fun. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's, I mean, we're both, the thing is, we've both watched that. We both weren't necessarily sure about it. And we've kind of come out smiling. Yeah, yeah, sure. And sort of feel, Enjoyed it. Yeah, feel I fun. was expecting it to be dreadful, based upon the premise of yeah. they'd come up with an idea for a film from a guy who sits at computer screens and yeah. has to shut doors to stop these jump scares from these animatronic monsters, and they actually come up with... It, it feels like it's as good as a, a... An interesting story. Yeah, as good as a Five Nights at Freddy's film that you could make at this point in time, because you can't you can't throw every bit of lore. Because I, I, know, I, watched, I saw a lore video about it, there's a, a chap who pops up in it who who does the film fairy um, YouTube videos, and he pops up. He's just like weirdly just like a waiter in the in the in the cafe yeah, at one yeah. point, small small part. But I watched a whole video breakdown. And he goes into like this massive lore and all the backstory, and you know they they're actually including those parts of the backstory as well, aren't they? Yeah. I can't remember. Is it Arthurton, the 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 guy who owns the restaurant? Yes, and you know that that's side of stuff, and have him having a, a, a couple of kids, and they they incorporate a lot of that stuff into it. Mm. But there's it would be impossible to incorporate everything. I, I bet that there's going to be fans of the film of the, of the games who are like, "Well, it's no good," because when you're fans of stuff like that, you didn't put in the bit that you wanted to sure. see. Yeah, that's the thing. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean. There's a lot of the lore which comes down the line with the other games, I believe. Mm. But mm. then I imagine they're going to probably try and make another one of this. Because this, I believe it's made money, hasn't it? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked into it, actually. We might get onto that a bit more next week. But 
I should probably, I'll have a quick look on IMDb. You talk amongst yourselves now, Barney. I was going to say something about the, the the audio. The music was good. Oh yeah, good good shout. No, it, well, I, firstly the audio since I've last been to the Majestic. You were impressed, weren't you? Yeah, because it always used to be my bugbear there. So Barney, yeah, you've always had beef with me about the Majestic and not going there because, because of the audio a, is crap. A, you had to turn up an hour and a half early because you were scared of not getting a good seat, but you can book your own seats there now. Technology. And to be fair, the audio used to be really bad in there, yeah. and the seats weren't that great. But it's comfortable and yeah, nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and you really can nice actually thing. hear the audio. I was quite impressed. Yeah. So I mean, on a budget of an estimated 20, 20 million, they think yeah. they made it three hundred, isn't it? O- opening weekend, gross worldwide, one hundred and thirty. There you go. So there's, so there's another three films coming. <laughs> it probably is. I kind of, oh, I don't know if I'd want that or not. I, I mean, it depends what they do. It does depend on what they can do. You can, like anything. We were talking about the way back. We can't say what it was because it would be spoilers. But we, all, you had some good thoughts about what you thought might have happened in this film that actually sound like they'd be perfect for the filmings for the for, for the sequel. Yeah, I was wrong in my idea of what would happen from the trailers. Yeah. So, oh, so I need to give it a rating out of something, don't I? Yeah. It's uh, the others out of horror films. I like the others. No, I quite like this. Okay, yeah, true. But it wasn't amazing. Yeah. I can't really think of a rating, I'll just... Can I have that one? What's that? The others? Yeah, you can... Does that work? Yeah, yeah. That famous currently horror film. No, it's not really... With animatronic robots and the others. (laughs) Yeah, no, you nailed it, buddy. I'm keeping that in now. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I've really got a rating for it. I think I'd probably just... (laughs) Better than I was expecting... Not the others. No. <laughs> I was just thinking I like the others of, as well. of a horror film that I had I'm, seen that I enjoyed and was okay. I'm I'm gonna th- give it a a a solid two thumbs, thumbs up. No, not two thumbs well, you're up. Just, you're giving me two thumbs That's, up here. Okay, a solid one <laughs> okay. one thumb. Liked it. Would recommend and watch again. It's not going to change the world. It's not going to re. It's not reinventing the the horror genre because it didn't really feel like a horror film. Solid film out of, out of something. James's film rate, James's film ratings. <laughs> James, but, but James, do you feel that the lens really told the story? It did. It did. Like I felt like I felt that the pizzeria was its own character. Did you? I think it really uh, it elevated the plight of animatronics uh, in today's society. <laughs> it, it did. It did. Close to bone there, Barney. You're going to get cancelled already <laughs> on your first episode. <laughs> so, what trailers were there? Right, I've got them listed. I thought uh, you did. So we had Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. What did you think? Uh, could be dreadful. Yeah. Could be okay. The more I was watching, I remember saying before, the more I watched the trailer, I instantly thought, ooh. And then I was like, that could be. And like, as the trailer was going on, I was just like, oh. oh." I mean, yeah, it, it looks like you've got some sort of interesting deaths. Yeah. In a kind of... Um, Final destination. Final destination, yeah. exactly, kind of way. Yeah. Um, kind of a, a scream crossed with Final Destination type. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it could be okay, it could be dreadful. Yeah, so I probably won't, I won't watch it in the cinema, maybe. But I mean, to be fair, we have seen three of the deaths in the trailer, I think. So yeah. I don't know how many people sit around a Thanksgiving table, then, but you know, you've probably seen most of them. It's going to be like a backstory based on the tragedy that happened however many years ago and someone's, you know... 
And it's, why are they doing this? Oh yeah, it's that, that sort of thing. Or why is it a person? It's going to be a spooky person, but it turns out it's going to be someone's dad because of something happening. And it just feels like that kind of film. It's been done before. Yeah, it feels like that. But you know, I guess if it's done well, it could be good. But exactly, equally it could be so I'll, terrible. I'll, maybe I shouldn't be too cynical. What else was there? So we had Aquaman two. Oh, so that was a shorter trailer that we saw. Okay. I actually watched the whole trailer. Yeah. Um, I th- only saw the whole trailer yesterday. What did you think? Nah. I think it looks awful. I think it looks awful as I th- well. I, think I mean, probably, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a, I'm a Marvel fan. Yeah. But a bit like producer Ben, I've kind of had enough of... Yeah, you know this is uh, DC, yeah? Well, sure, but <laughs> the, 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 the general <laughs> superhero movies is my point. I know what you mean. I've yeah. had enough of, you know, anything DC, Marvel. I haven't had enough of them, but I'm done with crap ones. Sure. And it feels like they've just done a lot of like, we'll just chuck that out and that'll be fine recently. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I probably will watch it. Have you watched Aqu- Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was okay. I quite like Aquaman. Yeah. This looks like Jason Murray keeps playing characters that, that, that act kind of stupid and, and like are really overly quippy. For me, the entire trailer was basically CGI, mm. CGI armies and uh, I just think... It could be just yeah. too much. That's what I felt like as well. It almost felt like his head was floating separate to his body at times, just because of CGI-ness. And I mean, it depends, I guess, what the story is, you know, how it goes. But I'll watch it. I, yeah. I probably wouldn't go to the cinema to watch it. Yeah, because they've got Manta. Is it Manta that, that's back? From the last one, yeah, yeah. With, with the helmet with the red eyes. But it looks like they're just trying, you know... I don't know what they're trying to do with that because... I didn't see the trailer and go, oh, wow, I can't wait to uh, see that. I. Which I have with other comic book properties, Marvel, and, and DC. Well, even less, re- less with DC, yeah. to be fair, mainly Marvel. But. Even more recent ones that actually ended up being not that great, like Aquaman, uh, Aquaman Ant-Man, Quantumania, mm-hmm. turned out to be a bit crappy. Which but, I haven't actually seen. Yeah, but, but, but Because but, I've kind of a bit saturated with yeah, it. Yeah, I watched the trailer and thought, oh, could be just that. I watched The, last, the last Thor... Yeah, and I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, we yeah we all were because well. Ragnarok is one of my favourite films. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. But yeah, that was so disappointing. Actually, I heard Taika Waititi's not going to be doing the next one. Is he not? No, that's what I heard. So, have you seen Our Flag Means Death yet? I've watched some of them. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, but but I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I never got to finish it. I don't know why I didn't finish it, but I just sort of fell off the radar. So, what was the Never-ever. other? And then the last one. Was <laughs> Night Swim. Night Swim. So this looked like... We, I guess we didn't mention Was it Blumhouse as well? Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy was Blumhouse as well, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. this was a Blumhouse film. It wasn't... Um, was Thanksgiving Blumhouse? Yeah, I think it, it was. It was the, the Blumhouse trailers. Yeah. So this, you know, if you haven't seen it, it looks like a... a whole film in a swimming pool. A film in a swimming pool. <laughs> I don't know how much of that the film is in the swimming pool. Well, the fact it's called Night Swim. Yeah. And in the trailer, you basically see something happening... To a girl. A girl and a boy playing Marco Polo in a swimming pool. And then she closes her eyes and it goes dark and bad things happen. It looked like a family moving to a house that's got a swimming pool. And they said they always want to have a swimming pool, but it's got an old swimming pool. Let's put some water in it. Let's put some water in it. And then they're bad shapes. Why does a boyfriend get out of the pool and turn the lights and just disappear? I don't know. I but don't know. The, what I don't understand is, is it's called Night Swim. Yeah. It's not called something else and there's a scene in a swimming pool. Yeah. It's specifically called Night, Night Swim. Swim. Yeah. We've just seen... You're telling me the whole film revolves around people going swimming in a pool? Oh, on one night? On one night? Yeah, I don't know. I was actually like... I mean, I, who knows where it goes, but it, 
Uh, when the trailer first started, I was like, oh, is this going to be a remake of Poltergeist? Because it had like a, mm-hmm. a family moving in, a dis- an old swimming pool that isn't finished. I was just uh-huh. like, I was a little bit excited at the start. And then very quickly. But, you know, it could be that they're really not showing anything and it's a very early teaser. Sure. Yeah. But I can't see me getting too excited for it. I just, the name, Night Swim, <laughs> Swimming yet. Pool, is, is obviously revolves around the pool. How much action can you have in one swimming pool? I mean, low budget, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Uh, well, I'll wait to hear about it anyway. You will, you'll, well, hopefully you'll catch up on it sometime. Maybe we'll invite you back for Night Swim, Barney. <laughs> Thanks. How about that? Maybe you, you could be our, 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 our horror correspondent. I'll be your lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much us at uh, Just So Jables. Uh, well, what was it? Just Just Jables. Just Just Jables. Renegade Podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch, if you want to uh, send us, ping us an email, hello at justsojables.com. Uh, you can hit us up on the socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, X, at Just So Jables. And yeah, have a look at the website, which Ben has been making changes on, justsojables.com. How's it been, buddy? Been good, yeah. Enjoyed it. You look like you want to say something. I've just got, I've got something to say to finish, <laughs> but you know. Okay, very good. Thanks for thanks for coming in, Barney. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say a couple of things. Firstly, to you three, and yeah. this is sincere. Okay. Well done to you all. Oh, thanks. I think what you've created is brilliant. I think when you started, it was good, but I think now. It's excellent. Oh, really? You've got a really good sort of float to the podcast. Cheers. Even with you in. Well, not with me in, no. <laughs> I apologise to all your listeners. But yeah, no, I think, I think you know, you should be proud of it. Yeah, cheers, brother. And I mean that. Oh, I appreciate that, yeah. And also Retro Reels. Yeah. Fantastic. It's going great, yeah. Haven't been to all of them because of family things and I am yeah. shit. Yeah. Sometimes and forget to sort of turn up. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know if you've heard what, what, what's going to be next. You missed The Shining, so you might not have heard. It's I gonna, haven't heard. It's going to be in January. I think it should be the 6th of January. Mm-hmm. I uh, don't know when the ticket sales are going on. It's going to be The Thing, the original. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah, I thought you would. I've got, I mean, that is a, a horror film that I have, <laughs> I that I have seen yeah. and I can, I can handle. You can cope with that. Yeah. Well, but, 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 but that being said, yeah. I, have, I have a couple of points. <laughs> okay. So you personally yeah. are not allowed to say, without sounding too wanky, <laughs> and then say something very wanky. Okay, I know. It doesn't give you a pass. Well, you haven't made me the wanky buzzer yet. Well, I know, I've got them, I nearly brought them tonight, but I didn't have enough time to get the wanky buzzers up and running. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I would, would Arkad and Ben press the wanky Probably buzzer? Probably would. Would they yeah. identify I'd when you're being wanky? it more. No, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for uh, producer Ben and Arkid, a few episodes ago, I think it was The Nun, Yeah. you can't say the phrase, uh, a massive strong dong, <laughs> which they did in reference to a bell, yeah, and yeah. there was a slight giggle, yeah. but then just move on without bringing up what you just said. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Just so tables. <laughs>